last time on Distinguished Adventurers, our team is in the city of Yongjing, trying to track down some very, very special ceramics so that they can continue to build the Spelljammer of their dreams. Unfortunately, they've been distracted from all of the information that they've been able to gather by a pickpocket who decided that Thaviapin didn't need all of the gold in his pocket. There's been a chase. There's or also any been... of the gold in his pocket. <laughs> I mean, it's it's fair. You don't know exactly how much this this thief was going for just yet, but they definitely uh, got their hands on on more than they should have. As three of our team managed to chase down this thief and have just now gotten them to admit defeat and try to get out of this without getting knocked around too much more, Una had a chance to make a contact with maybe some of the the local thieves who might have known who that was, and so has an open invitation to chat more. And so we're going to jump into that in just a moment after we do our usual of going around the horn and talking about who we are and what we're drinking and who we're playing. Well, I'm I'm Lauren. I'm the Dungeon Master. I play everybody else in the entire world. And today I am drinking some hot tea that happens to be found family, which is the tea from Friday afternoon, because literally after the last time we recorded, it came back into stock. So I have my own Blackberry wonderful tea again, and I am happy. John, who you playing, what you drinking, and uh, I believe you also have our dedication. Hey, I'm John. I'm playing Zephelin, uh, your Arcana Cleric. Today I am drinking Clean Cause Blackberry Yerba Mate. I don't know if I've talked about them before, but it's an energy company, energy drink company out of Austin where they donate 50% of their proceeds to addiction recovery. So I'm, I've really loved this brand, and it's delicious, and I don't get that crash free plug for you there but today's episode is dedicated to distilled quasar may all your hits be crits yeah thank you for being one of our wonderful patreon patrons john do you know if they sell outside is this a you can get them if you're in austin or do you think that people who are listening get them all over the states they're starting to get more national distribution i've seen them in target occasionally and uh our local safeway and fred myers which i believe is kroger's brand uh, they have really, them well. but they also have online distribution as well, so you can order it online. There you go. But awesome, I, it's delicious. I love them. Hey, and we're we're all for helping out a company that is trying to help others. Jack, why don't you go next? Who are you who are you playing? What you drinking? Good people of the Radiant Citadel. I'm Jack. I play Thavi Uppen, and today's choice is a pomegranate black tea in my Virginia Aquarium mug. I put a little bit of honey in here. Very and I nice. Like it, but I am a little bit sad because I forgot that we have a little bit of. Ap- Apple cider from Lynn Villa Orchard, which is the nearby orchard here in uh, southeastern Pennsylvania that uh, that we get our apples from. A um, little tie back to Travancore there, but uh, but it's still good. So I'll probably have some cider when we're done recording today. That's awesome. God, I haven't had any apple cider this season, and I need to fix that. Jonathan, who are you playing and what you drinking? Hey, this is Jonathan, and I play the Goblin Barbarian El Torito. And today I'm drinking a Topo Chico uh, hard uh, seltzer again. This is the tropical pineapple variety, and it is quite good. I love how we're all kind of doing fruity-ish things. It's in, in- cold here. I am <laughs> not. I, I can't play any golf today or tomorrow. I can't really even go outside because it's been raining. So I'm just going to drink things that make me think of tropical and warmer times and just kind of stew. And play video games and watch college football. That's the crazy thing. Here it's actually 78 today, so it's really nice. Uh, unseasonably so, actually. 
Uh, so when I went to get my COVID and flu shots today, I just, a t-shirt, no jacket, I'm good. Yeah, I got my boosted yesterday. I, need to I can't get, get my booster until for another week and a half. I have it scheduled all of the shots. I mean, for I guess I should be happy that it was very difficult to find a place that had shots because everybody was jumping on board. So like, you know, but yeah, my my COVID booster is scheduled for November 6th. So I got another week and a half before that. So muzzle tough on the shots. Uh, hopefully you don't get the crash that I, I usually do. But, so, you know, yeah, Jules, who are you playing? What you drinking? Hi, I'm Jules. I play the Changeling Una. I'm actually also on the fruity kick. I'm drinking a raspberry bubbly. Hmm. Ooh. Nori had an I don't know if you guys heard my dog go, mm. Ooh, <laughs> No, because I was too busy also going, ooh. What do you want? I, I love that we're all on the fruity kick today. It's, it's a good day for you it. down on the couch? I also have um, an assortment of Halloween candy. Mm. <laughs> um, they're all Canadian because Stephen ensures me that... Coffee crisp? You got some coffee crisp? I hate coffee crisp. I'm sorry. No, Uh, that's okay. We do have it somewhere probably in the house. But okay, so here's the deal. I love Butterfingers. You can't got, outside of just buying a, but you can't even get them at movie theaters up here. He assures me that it's either Crispy Crunch or Wonder Bar that are basically the same. Mm. So I was going to try them. I will, I will, as I, as I crinkle, this is your, 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 daily asmr okay this is the crispy crunch they're both good but i wouldn't say that they're analogous to butterfinger okay that was one bite of that that was fine it had like almost the texture right but like not enough of it because it's like hollow inside mm. and then if i recall the wonder bars always feel weirdly soft I think so it's been a while since i've had one of those but neither of these are bad like, they're both good they both like fall in the wheelhouse of candy that i like but like wonder bar actually also has caramel in it so it's like every time it's like, this is basically a butterfinger. No, it's not. It's in the neighborhood. It's also chewy. It's like, it's not, there's no crunch in the Wonder Bar and there's not enough crunch in the Crispy Crunch, hilariously. Or if I'm not like digging this out of my teeth in a way that I might think I need to go to the dentist soon. Like really what? No, they're good. They're good. They're just, I'm being like whiny. There's also something called a Mr. Big, which I will fill y'all in later on. And a Mr. Mars Big bar. I love Mars bars. So if you get like yeah. a variety pack in Canada, it's usually like these things. I have no transition. So three of you went rushing after this thief who had pilfered some of Thaviapin's gold. Una stayed behind and has been chatting with some of the patrons in the bar. We will return to Una in just a moment, but let's let's pick back up with our trio. If I remember correctly, the thief had been knocked to the ground, is not unconscious or dead, but got kind of beat up very, very quickly and has now raised their hands and said, hey, you know, we don't have to, this doesn't have to turn into anything worse than it already is. Listen, you know, are we, we, we don't have to, we don't have to get that far down the death path, right? What would y'all like to do? Oh, absolutely not. We just, whatever you took from my friend, uh, please return, and that will be the end of it. And uh, <laughs> El Torito uh, readies his hammer, and Jonathan remembered a couple of days after our last recording that we're level five. He had extra attack. He could have attacked one more time, but he, he's a fool. So he readies his hammer uh, threateningly, knowing that he, he may have held back a little bit last time. I, yeah, I, I mean, we could always describe this as you weren't actually trying to kill this guy. So you were, you were, you know, just the one attack. At what you have said and at the threatening hammer motion, 
you see that this this human eyes you and you get the sense they're they're trying to see if you're bullshitting about the just give the money back and all will be well. You see him slowly reaching into a pocket, but he's also just kind of very warily eyeing the three of you. As he does not break eye contact with the thief, but uh, uh, El Torito goes, uh, Thaviyapin, how much gold are you missing? Three gold. And uh, El Torito raises an eyebrow to the thief as if to say, your move. Uh, and unless someone does anything else, he, so he's got one hand up and the other's reaching into a pocket. Zeph is probably in the I want to see interrogate uh, mindset of like why they did this. And so she would probably be looking to kind of like side-eyeing uh, El Torito and Thaviapin of like Zone of Truth. Uh, do you think that is necessary? I think the motivation here is that uh, he wanted our money and he took it. Is that not the case? Oh, is that loud? In, still pulling something very slowly out of his pocket. Other arm raised. Looks at all of you and says, yeah, if it wasn't my motivation, I would have tried to take something else. And at the pause, his hand comes up and he is holding Thavi up in what you recognize as not not just three gold, but specifically the three that he took oh, from Oh, that's right, because we probably have a specific coinage on us. Yeah. Right, from uh, the Radiant Citadel. The Radiant Citadel has a variety of coinage because they trade with people all over. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, like Thavi Uppin might prefer, you know, oh, well, I only do like, uh, I, I don't know, Candyland's it... gold or something. Well, like, here's the thing. <laughs> For the spaces that interact with the Radiant Citadel on the regular, that on, that interact with people who would be coming through almost like portals like this from other worlds, is there like an indicator where it's like, you know, because the, the idea, the difference in currency, in this case, if it's like physical gold, is the difference of how much gold makes up each gold coin. So if a gold coin somewhere else is like this much gold, but a gold right. coin here is physically heavier, then it's like the value is different. So is there, has there become a like almost... A standardized a, amount. Either a yes. standardized coin and or a standard that each, you know, each mint is going to be stamping their coins in a way that is like, oh, well, actually, we know this comes from wherever place and they have stamped it with like their insignia and it says, you know, like, is it like whatever? Is it gold wrapped? If it's like, you know, it's like an ounce of gold, one universal ounce. And so somebody's like, oh, it's going to be either this much of our gold or that many of yours. Is that sort of how it works? Or something by like weight. As far as most currency, well, yes, there's a standardized amount of what is considered a gold coin, a silver coin, a copper coin, a platinum coin. And so while places all across the multiverse will shape them in different ways and stamp them with different things, the standard for any place that is doing any trade outside of their own walls has become, you know, there is a standard outage for all of those denominations. It turns into one of those in where, like, let's say Yongjing, if the city and the country itself are very cautious about making sure that their standard complies with the universal standard and, and will go after either counterfeiters or people who are like shaving off the top 
because it's not just, oh, this is a counterfeiter using uh, Yongjing coin, but now they're using it in places that people are going to look at this money and go, should I be trusting stuff from Yongjing anymore? So basically everywhere is very concerned about keeping at least the the average coinage. If if I'm giving you a gold piece from Waterdeep and you're giving me a gold piece from God's Breath, they're going to be the same thing. I have a suggestion that the universal outs that everyone uses for the various shapes and stamps on their gold it we don't know why but it's abbreviated to j and we it could stand for jonathan julia jack or john yeah but that's certainly just who not negotiated, that is who negotiated the weight of the universal ounce the other part of whatever trade negotiation is that everybody had to remold their for they had to make a new mint mold and they had to incorporate the universal ounce sign that is like your your it is now all the coins you can find pre pre treaty coins out there uh because <laughs> that because they said oh yeah we're gonna do universal outs and we're gonna trust everybody to self-regulate first off i'm just gonna go past the fact that i've been left out of the money second off <laughs> the when a civilization shows up that is a new or if you're doing transactions with somebody and you've handed over a gold piece that is minted in something that is not recognizable, most merchants and places have a way of at least general, generally figuring out, oh, is this actually as much gold as you say? So there can be some questions. But in general, a gold coin is a gold coin. But the shape and size of them may may wildly vary. So actually, I'll I'll just ask Thaviyapin, are the three coins that he took from you that he pulls out all the same currency or are they different currency? Well, as you know, Thaviyapin deals with people from all over the Radiant Citadel and you know people come and go from the Radiant Citadel and they pay in different currencies. So I think the coins are different. One has a hole through the middle of it for ease of like, you know, transporting or taking bulks of it because, you know, I always like the idea of having holes in money, right? Yeah. The other one, I want to come up with some random story of uh, this sort of key figure in the history of the Radiant Citadel, like a founding mother, if you will, where it's just a lady and a sire giving a big cheesy thumbs up. And that's all it is. Like, There's no explanation of who this lady is or what it is, or even that she's part of the history, right? But it's legit based on the, the standards you outlined here for multiverse monetary printing policy, right? Does Thaviopin have a uh, piece of gold from Perconum? <laughs> that's a good question. I'm going to say no. Too much of the crossing of the streams? Going to get my peanut butter, going to keep my peanut butter and chocolate separate for now. But I will say the third coin is from Faerun. Why don't we go ahead and say it's from Greenest? Because that's fun. Does Greenest have a mint? Probably not. Whatever Greenest I think most gold coins in Faerun are the, they're the partial The water deviant ones? Like the crescent moon. So that is actually, uh, the crescent moons are platinum pieces. Oh. What you probably pull out from Faerun is going to be a, a, a dragon, a water Davian gold dragon. That's that, especially across so the sword deep. coast. Okay. Right. That's pretty common. The other two, I'll say one of them, actually, the, the one with the hole in, in it, let's say that that's from Sansadlan. Okay. And the other one, you actually, the one with the, the lady, you don't actually know where it comes from, but, you know, gold is a gold is a gold. Right. So this thief pulls out these three coins, kind of eyes everybody, and then because he's still on his butt on the ground, just kind of places them on the pavement and then pulls back a little bit. It doesn't doesn't quite bolt, but is 
is not necessarily going to get close enough to hand over the, the money. While he's pulling back, am I able to do an insight check on him? I'm pretty sure he's just a pickpocket, but, you know, trust but verify insofar as you can. Give me, give me an insight check. Insight. Is there any way I can help with that since I was also suspicious and wanted to do Zone of Truth? I'll say the, I'll let the both of you roll an insight check. How about that? All right. <laughs> Nat 20, so 23. Okay, that's better than mine. I got a 14. Okay, all right. I mean, both, the Nat 20 obviously is, is real, real good. Hold on a second. I have to pull up. Thaviapin, with your roll, all you can really get is this is someone who is now incredibly wary of getting killed over money. So the caution is like all you're really getting from this person is uh, an abundance of very understandable caution. Zephalin, you obviously get that. You don't get the sense that this person was going after anything more than some cash. Uh, The fact that they were able to pull those coins out kind of as quickly as they did indicates to you that they were the top thing he pulled and then he was gone. You do notice as he's warily eyeing the three of you and puts the coins down, he had been running down the street uh, from you. You'd actually made kind of a, a weird circle around the this building that was just outside of the tavern that you had all started in. And so you're kind of like right outside the tavern again in a weird way. And he does eye down the street in the direction that he was trying to flee towards. So you, I'll say you catch that, whether that's where he's planning on going next once he thinks he's not going to get whacked or what. Even with a natural 20, you, you don't exactly know, but you do see that's, that's where he's eyeing. So he puts the coins on the, on the ground and then kind of he pulls away, but he doesn't move just yet and goes, all right. well. It's been a pleasure not getting killed by you. Been a pleasure not killing you. He starts to pull away and like slowly stand up. You can all basically tell he's waiting for the other shoe to drop. Do you let him go? I plan to. El Torito kind of flourishes his hammer and sets it on on its back. On his back and just kind of like rests it there. Telepathically, uh, I tell Gizmo to uh, fly up high and uh, just track for a little bit to see... And then report back. I'm going to ask for a perception check from Gizmo. Is Gizmo trying to stay unnoticed or is... Okay. Then I'm going to say that this is not a smell, that this is going to be a perception based on sight and sound. Because in order to stay far enough away to be hidden, Gizmo can't smell this dude. So give me that perception check as this person gets up. And they back away a few steps and then they don't run as much as they turn and walk with purpose away. Uh, like the, the don't be suspicious walk, basically. Don't be suspicious. Don't, don't be suspicious. suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. I've got beat up, but I'm not Because that be walk suspicious. was notoriously suspicious. Yep. <laughs> Gizmo got a 13. And if the dude decides to go invisible again, no benefit. All right. I'm going to get back to Gizmo in just a second as this person goes away. I'll, the three of you... Are you going to hang out here? You're going back to the bar. What would you like to do? I think we, uh, Zeph would want to go back into the bar to kind of regroup and not necessarily post mortem, but you know, grab the whole gang. Yeah, you can see uh, as you walk, uh, El Torito is is like stretching. He's clacked his hammer onto the back of his uh, onto his back, and he's just kind of like you know 
loosening up uh, as he walks. He's like, oh, uh, it's been a while since I had been in a scrape. Uh, that was not uh, that was not part of community wrestling. But those those are a little different. As uh, and he he looks at Thuvy up and knowingly and Zephalin <laughs> curiously to see if if she finally picks up what he's been putting down ever since they've known each other. <laughs> uh, uh, what was that, uh, Torito? Oh, I'm just saying that uh, that this uh, th- this chase was quite invigorating and uh, and mu- and much different than what I do in community theater. Oh, yes, because in the community theater, you're stuck to the box. <laughs> Sniff. <laughs> he knows sold it. We, we will need to work on this. The Distinguished Adventurers are huge fans of Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. It's a Dungeons & Dragons strategy video game that brings together D&D characters from novels, adventures, and multiple live streams into a single grand adventure. It is so much fun to put together a formation that includes champions from our favorite D&D streams, books, and more. Every week there's something new happening in the game, and it's available on almost any platform. Need some loot to gear up your champions? We're happy to offer a free Electrum chest to all of our listeners. This week's code expires on November 5th at 8pm Pacific, so open up the game, go to the shop, and type in this code. F-O-L-K-W-A-R-Y H-U-E-R. So use that code and let us know on Twitter or Instagram what goodies you got. And now, enough of the loot drops. Back to the show. And Una, you hear El Torito saying, we will have to work on this. As you finished up, uh, you had been talking with the barkeep, Ophelia, and you've just finished up talking to the dwarf that you had a little bit of a thieves can't chat in and they've gone back to their table. And so basically you're finishing up these conversations as the three of them come walking on in. And uh, she's gonna, she's gonna be like chatting with the bartender and finishing her and she'd be like, and one time, one time, I shit you not, someone wanted to import fur while it was still attached to the living creature. And I had to draw the line there for a laundry list of reasons, none of which they knew or understood. If they're selling fur still attached to the animal, aren't they essentially selling a pet or livestock, I guess, at that point? You know, I didn't really stick around to find out, but they definitely came over asking about fur imports, which I've done, which I've done. But then when they wanted it still alive... And they got a little too excited about it. Sometimes it's better to cut and run. And she's going to see them walk through the door. And she's going to go, oh, conquering heroes. Did you get your money back? And then Thavio just sort of presents the three gold leg in his hand. Just sort of like holds it out. Like the kind of big grin on his face. But also sort of a little bit cautious. Because, hey, he just got this stolen. So and he's holding bit- it out. And she's going she's gonna to reach out. And she's going to just like tuck his fingers over that. She's like, let's put that somewhere safer. And she's going to say, so I think, you know, you could consider this if you want to. You taught someone a really important lesson that not every tourist is a tourist. How did it go? Oh, it was fun. I did. I think uh, it is called the uh, part court. And it was uh, it was quite invigorating. The climbing of uh, climbing of buildings. I don't often get to do it in uh, in the Radiant Citadel. They get uh, they get crossed when I climb things. You climbed on buildings. Yeah, it was great. Felt the the strength of the feathered serpent through my veins, and it gave me the the vigor to to get up and 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 do things that I don't normally do. 
this is three gold. What happened? Oh, we just kind of got all caught up in it, and uh, and uh, all all is well. Uh, uh, you the... relay the whole story. Yeah, yeah. The thief, uh, he he has walked away. And she's gonna look at W and go, "You lit someone on fire for three gold." I learned long ago that if you let someone take something from you, they'll take a little more, and they'll keep taking until you have nothing left. You lit a man on fire. Okay, well. He's not just going to rethink Taurus. I think you're going to make him rethink his entire life. Three gold. Okay. Okay. Everybody made choices. Okay. Sometimes it is, uh, you, you don't want to sell death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. Yeah, I think, yeah. Um, well, so I was going to, you know, I think we're actually going to scratch that job opportunity off the list because I've got a feeling... By tomorrow, it'll be gone. Well, Gizmo is following him, so we'll find out. No, more like we would have had an opportunity, but I've got a feeling since this is the world's a pretty small place, and it's sort of like, you know when you interview for a job, and you're on your way to the interview, and you cut someone off, and they honk their horn, and you honk your horn, and then you get to the interview, and that's the person who's interviewing you? And you go, well, I'm not getting that job, but... But then they fear you, and they talk to you. Not in my experience, but I'm glad. I'm glad, darling, that has been yours. But they had Gizmo follow, so that hopefully you could talk to them. And I will say, as you are... As it's taken a moment or two for you all to relay the the events of the last couple of minutes, uh, and you've gone back to your table in order to continue your meal, Gizmo follows this gentleman. And at first, it's incredibly easy because he is doing the walk down the street, you know, practically whistling and just, you know, strolling. Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. He wanders down the street and it's it's gotten dark. The street lamps are out, but it's it's definitely well past sundown. He takes a couple of turns, not in a hurry, not surreptitiously. So it's pretty easy for Gizmo to continue to follow. Then I got to roll something real quick. I do need a stealth check from Gizmo. Seven. Good job, Gizmo. Awesome. This this human takes a couple of these turns, once again, by all outward appearances, is not doing anything sneaky or suspicious. Heads to one of the larger thoroughfares that you think it kind of looks like it's the separation between the market district and the kiln district. Because you see there's some stalls in the street and on the other side of this larger thoroughfare are now a bunch of these, what are obviously kilns and larger pottery houses. And he starts to go down this street and takes a turn. And then when Gizmo tries to follow, he doesn't see this human anymore. He's taken a turn just outside the kiln district and has seemingly vanished. Does Gizmo come back at that point? Uh, I think Gizmo would give one more kind of then cursory glance before to like see if she can repick up the trail before coming back. Give me an investigation check for Gizmo investigation you're trying yeah. to pick up the trail right yeah i'm just seeing if nope, no benefit to that i'll even allow survival if that helps all right uh so then that would make it a 13 instead of a 12 okay after a few minutes of kind of circling the area where this person 
This person seemed to like take a turn, not into an alley, but between two stalls that look like when they're open, sell little bits of pottery. And he had taken this turn between the two stalls, but never came out the other side. So Gizmo kind of flies overhead and then eventually realizing that something's gone on and this person hasn't appeared again, flies down and does the walk through this. Basically, it's a short little alley between these two mostly cloth stalls, almost tents. And with a 13, was it survival, you said? Survival, 13 survival. Gizmo f- can find, this is a paved street, so it's not like there's tracks, but this guy was bleeding. You did hurt him. He's, he's not like dead, dead, but he's bleeding. A couple of drops of blood and a little bit of ash. <laughs> well, what what Gizmo is able to follow is more, like it's obvious. The that- scent of burnt flesh is what Gizmo <laughs> is, is able to She is good with her follow. nose. Oh. A little bit. There's a little bit of that. Um, there is... Not a drop of blood. It's obvious that this person, like, has managed to, like, bind up any of the... Like, most of it was bludgeoning damage and then the fire. So there's not really a lot of blood. It's just this person is kind of beat up. But there's, like, a little bit of a scrape on the ground that Gizmo does notice of, you know, oh, okay, this is someone who, you know, like, they wiped off some of the blood that might have gotten onto their shirt sleeve and then, you know, some of it fell onto the ground. And then when they get to the other side of this little tiny alley, all the tracks are gone. That was the day Toucan Sam stopped following his nose. <laughs> Too dark? Yeah. Does Gizmo want to do anything else or does Gizmo uh, no, return? I think that Gizmo would uh, feel that they have followed my uh, ask to the best of their ability and would come back to where we were. And then once she's once she's within 100 feet, our bond will reestablish and then I'll give her the exact, like, hey, we're back in the bar now. Yeah. And that doesn't take long. This where, where you are and where Gizmo followed this person, it was just outside of that radius, but not very far. So pretty much at that exact moment that Zeph is telling everybody, well, Gizmo is following them. That's when Gizmo comes back into your range and does the feed dump. I will relay that information to the party. I feel like Uno would sort of have the most background on what that kind of place is. And so she'd go, well, here's the thing. Since he gave you back your gold, I'm going to go ahead and say we don't go in there unless there is a pressing need. Well, I figured Thaviapid would want to apologize for setting a man on fire for three gold. You know, I think that Thaviapid probably is cool having his gold back, but I'm going to let him... I'm gonna, I'll be, Thavi up and do you feel that you need to go down in that dark place to find this man? I believe my business with this man is concluded. Yeah, 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 yeah. I support uh, you concluding that business. And you know, you, let me tell you, unless he's gonna go get a big brother to come fight you, I think your business with him is going to be concluded for quite a while. But this is great because this could be foreshadowing <laughs> the fact that our business is not concluded. Look, I'm just going to go ahead and recommend we avoid going in there unless we have to go in there. Well, speaking of going in there, l- let me ask. It is well past the evening. You do have rooms at this inn, the Bouncy Dog Bar Inn. Was there anything else anyone wanted to do this evening? Or did you just want to, and I'm not saying this like you have to stop chatting. I just want to make sure if there's anything else you wanted to do before retiring for the evening. Well, I thought that Thavi up in, in gratitude for, for his, uh, for the help and the assist, he said he'll, he'll offer up a chance to, uh, 
to sort of buy drinks for the whole party. Just, you know, sort of as a sort of celebratory thing slash get to know his. And he'll, he'll use the word when he when he gets the toast. Spend that three gold. Well, I guess. But it's a principle. It's a principle kind of thing. Clearly, Thuviyupin is less concerned with the goal, more like nobody. Nobody takes from Thuviyupin, and there's a reason for that. Yeah, and on the one hand, yes, set a person on fire. On the other, three gold is nothing to sneeze at. Like drinks, a couple of silver will get you drinks for the the four of you. Ophelia is more than happy to provide. Is there anything else y'all would like to do or you are free to retire for the evening? This is can be done either in fiction or just as a group. It's been a minute since we've played. Do we want to recap like what we what our characters know? Like we can have this be a chat that all of our characters are having if you want or we can just chat about this as players. But do we want to kind of go back over what we actually know about everything, and also what we think the best way forward to what we want is. El Torito is going to kind of speak up, I guess, because we can kind of do it both. I, I think it would be good, especially in character. El Torito kind of uh, will give the basics. I believe the recommendations were to go to a medium house, not too big, not too small, to try and find the... Uh, ceramics we need, but also uh, we wanted to stop by the Hall of Records to see if we can find out the official story on this explosion, because kiln explosions apparently just don't happen. So if we can get the official story and then maybe get what the word on the kiln district is, that'll give us a more complete picture. And there's that woman that you need to find. Yes, the daughter of Tai Tong Ji. But... Her didn't Tai Tongji die in that kiln explosion? Her mom did. Her mom did. Isn't Tai Tongji? Yeah, we're looking for the daughter the of mom? Tai Tongji. Yeah, Tai Tongji is the mother who has unfortunately passed away. And yes, Thaviapan, I don't believe you know what the daughter's name is. You just know you're looking for the daughter of Tai Tongji. Yeah, I thought that was part of the Hall of Records was to then also figure out the name. There's that you were also told just asking around in the kiln district could probably point you in the right direction since um, a lot of those people know each other. So you've got a couple of options for how to find that specific person. I feel like going to the kiln district and going to the Hall of Records will give us the same information except two different sides of that coin, as it were. Like this. And, and he holds up a coin and he demonstrates that there are two sides to it and he's grinning the entire time. I feel like in a in a throwback... But I do feel like Una has, like, the strong desire that was sparked when Thaviyabin just held his gold out for the world to see, to just go, yoink, like, and now I have disappeared your gold. Oh, you're a wizard like Thaviyabin? No, she doesn't do it. She's not going to do it. She's going to fight that urge. She's going to fight that urge. Character growth. Put his money in her way already, anyways. So. Character growth. She, she's just, it's just building. One day, one day you fools are going to wave your money around and she's going to start teaching lessons by taking it, giving it back, but taking it first to remind you always to wave your money around. Covey up and how, do you get any vibes how surreptitiously you need to, you know, like how circumspect are you allowed to be in looking for this person? You're just supposed to find her. Is she going to get all weirded out if we ask around or is this like, is this a big secret thing or is this a, you just got to talk to this woman? I'm just going on the directions that the Dawn Incarnate gave me. That is to say, find the daughter of Tai Zhongzi. Tell her that, and I'll repeat the message, what is it? Like the garden is in grow or 
I, I have written down. It's been a minute. Yes. Uh, tell the daughter of Tai Tong Ji to plant in her garden. Plant in a, plant in a garden. Yes. It's like uh, early fall. It's still very warm. It's still, depending on what she is planting in her garden, because you don't know uh, so what is in there. It, there's plenty of vegetables? things that could be planted at this time, this time of year. Stardew Valley taught me that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Actually, I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley lately, so it is about, and it will be fall soon on my farm. Yeah, in Minecraft, it, it don't give a, like, you can <laughs> plant pumpkins and anything you want, anytime. Oh, yeah, I got the, uh, I don't know if that's spoiler or not, but I have the greenhouse. I don't know if it's getting out for a couple of years, so... I think if you Stardew Valley's been out for so long in the greenhouse is like pretty much something you figure out pretty yeah. quickly that you will get if you complete different right. things. So. Yeah, I just have it on iOS. I didn't play it before I heard about it. I played Harvest Moon back in the day. For those of you who have gone through portals from the, the Radiant Citadel to the world of whatever that world is called. Yeah, greenhouses are a thing. Sorry, go ahead. So question, Lauren, did we ask the bartender about Taitongji? Specifically about that person, no, but you did talk to her a little bit about the events that happened. The, the explosion. explosion. She mentioned how it was a big enough explosion that they felt it here at the inn. She knew somebody died though, right? Oh yeah. It is But she didn't know. She, yeah, she didn't she didn't have a specific and you're getting the sense from the, the couple people you've talked to and the way they've talked about it that this news of this explosion and the people that died in it. It's it's very wide known. This is not just news from a couple months ago that everyone knows about, but has continued to be on people's minds. It's And so while people might not remember the specifics of who died if they don't know who it was, but like the idea of this happening, it was a major enough event that it's it's on the forefront. So she was able to tell you that it was a very large explosion and that the explosion itself happened close enough that it shook the inn. So there's no reason not to just ask around other than it's never great to like overtly draw attention. That's what I was trying to remember is like, what do we want to do this as a group? Do we want to go over to the archives as a group first, see what's there? Or do we just want to walk into a like mid-level pottery house Look at their wares, be prepared to buy a thing, get some intelligence on the thing that we need. I just don't know we have. And then just like money. No. Oh, you were like, I'm just thinking like we could buy a teapot. Right. Ask them questions. <laughs> uh, um, okay, I got you. Like, here's the question. Do we need to go to all that trouble if Daviyapin hasn't been told like, Shh, don't tell a, tell a soul. Do we just like go into a mid-level pottery house, browse set ourselves a budget and like ask about it is that buy a little bit and then hopefully they have some work for us that we can use to trade for the amount of ceramic we need for the spell jammer and also just to yeah. use the purchase to lube uh, lube the conversation well yes i yeah. actually do need i do need a mini glass from this plane i don't have one in my collection yet I didn't know you collected those. I can get you one of those. Yes, everywhere I go, I get the little, I get the little uh, trinket from my, all my travels. Oh, that's really cute. Where do you keep them all? In my apartment, my studio apartment. Oh, fair point. El Torito says, "I say we split." You say we this split. Delicious pie, and he takes out from <laughs> Hammerspace <laughs> a pie, <laughs> and he starts. He like cuts himself off a fourth and just starts goblin eating it. <laughs> 
Why, why, why? I got so excited about splitting the party, and then you got to pie me, and now I need a pie. And you now have my been pied, Lauren. Uh, Lauren, I would like to, the rec- court records to show the amount of times you've pied us with actual pie creatures. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen. Yeah, you did send a pie monster after I had a us. a dollar for every time I had to fight Listen, food. listen. <laughs> Y'all knew who, who I was when I continued to be your DM, and I, I do not apologize for any of my pies. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. She's going to watch you, like, eat every last crumb of the pie, and she's going to go split the pie, huh? No, no, he just eats, he just eats, he partitions himself out a quarter, and that is vacuumed. It's gone. Wait, do you, do you do what some people do, which is like, I'm going to eat my bite, here's yours, or do you actually? He partitions the pie. Okay, but not with his no. mouth. But the, the, <laughs> okay. the pie piece that was closest to him is gone, like so many sad Trivial Pursuit tokens. But do you want to go to the archives? Is that I figure it, it's, it's probably just as well if we stick together. We, we all have strengths, and we can use them to our advantage in both places. I will happily contribute to the purchase, even if I don't keep whatever we buy. She's going to look at Thubby up, and what say you? I'm good with it. I trust my coworkers. And with that, Trevor Thubbyman raises his glasses and says, To my co-workers. I've never had a job like this before. Co-workers is weird. Colleagues is good. Associates. Associates. You see El Torito hesitate a little bit at this toast as his goblin eyes dart around you all. And he says, To party members. To the friends that we may one day become. <laughs> we're just go, I love a party. And she's going to cheers. Party members it is. Plus, if I have a question for you, I don't have to bother you at work, which is nice. That is nice. El Torito kind of slumps in his, his seat as he drinks. From, his, his mood has gone from a nine to a three. Ah, that emotional and pie crash that happens. Unless anyone else wants to do anything in specific or chat about something, I think this is an excellent transition point to you all finish your meal and take the rooms that you've purchased at the inn and get yourself a nice long rest. Thanks for listening to our adventure. If you've enjoyed our show, then visit us at distinguishedadventurers.com. There you can find links to our podcast and social media, pictures and bios of our cast, info on our Patreon, and much more. Thanks again, and we'll see you next encounter. We appreciate all of our Patreon patrons, and extend a special thanks to our top-tier patrons. Thank you Megan, Jesse Florence, Forrest, a.k.a. StabbyQuest, Nate Zakari, Rebecca, a.k.a. Bunny Monster, Sir Narvi and Sailor Tweak, John Adi, Linnea Boyev, and Hunted Shadows, LLC.